Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 10, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who this week got the good news that he's going to get a statue at the front of the MCG. It's Adam Rosenbachs. I think it's about time, Michael. About I time. think the people have been talking about we want to meet outside, want to meet under Rosenbachs, yes. outside the MCG. Yes, yes. And meet me at Rosie. Yeah, they're, they're commissioning. It's a strange one. It's not just me. There's a uh, there's a uh, four other statues of family. It's okay. an umpire and his family. Oh really? A man, and, a man, a man, wife, and, and two, two kids. kids. Okay. Two kids, and I'm threatening the family. Oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> because he made some bad decisions that obviously went against us during the game. Yeah. So you, well, you're wielding some kind of uh, maybe like a stump with a nail on the end of it, or yeah, that's exactly what I've got. In, yep. And an umbrella, like a Carlton umbrella, in the other hand. Okay, that's so sharpened I'm, at the end. Yeah, that's sharpened, and I'm like threatening a child. Yeah. So is it the kind of thing where you could walk up to it, push a button, and hear the kind of a uh, sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first talking. Uh, yeah, so you walk up, one. you push the button, he so, goes. Like we said uh, last week when I said, you know, you we fucking dog cunt. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. Oh, that's it's interactive. It's going to be charming out the front of gate three. Yeah, yeah. And there, there was, there were four, uh, there were three kids, uh-huh. and it's down to two because. He paid some bad decisions okay. last year. <laughs> yep. and one of the kids went missing. A few deliberate out of bounds. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like. That went against my team, okay. the Blue Baggers, and I wasn't happy. Yeah. So it's just it's a fun thing. Well, congratulations, congratulations. Thank you, mate. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame is not far away. It's only about two weeks away. Mm. Do you reckon we, our invite's been lost in the mail again? Is there? Are we in the podcast Hall of Fame yet? Uh, I, unless they're. Maybe that maybe it's a big reveal on the night. Yeah, that'd be the thing. <laughs> they okay, go, guys, just put your suits on. Maybe write a speech. Don't worry about it well, if you don't. We're going to be at home watching it. And yeah. They announce this, and it's like we've got to get to Crown really quickly. I imagine they would tell you before. You yeah, think so. so? Didn't that happen at the Brownlow back in the seventies? Wasn't it? Was it Graham Teasdale, or someone wasn't invited? They had to tell him at the very last second to come along. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. He was just sitting at home, you know. Well, I mean, they always talk about um, you know. Back in the, I, can, I remember one day was it Paul Meldrum got off to an early lead. Yep, and they said there was nervous looks around the table at the AFL, you know, VFL commission table because so they, they don't it's, know. Yes, yeah, like as if they don't know. I yeah. mean, if those security guards have yeah. it, the security guards are on it because they're about to make a monty out of it because yeah. they've looked at all the uh, all the votes. Yeah. Not that I'm casting dispersions on the the security people that bring in the votes. So they're very honest people, and they would never look at the votes. But uh, it seems that the AFL really slow the talking down. When they're getting to the last couple of rounds, like they almost know who's going to win. Yeah. They leave that game last. And I mean, it's coincidental. Yeah, it's almost like the cameras have rehearsed it. Almost. Yeah. Almost, but not, because we wouldn't. they would never do such a thing. Hey, uh, I've got a bit of a cough, my uh, fellow junk, junk timer, so if I feel if I, if I, <coughs> oh, there it was there. If I do that during the um, show, I apologise. But we've got a very special guest, Adam. We do. Very special guest. Mm-hmm. First time ever on the junk time we're in Wayne Jackson Studios. First time ever here, Sunny Munn. Welcome, Sunny Munn. Oh, thanks for having me. It's. Uh Esteemed company, and may I be the first to congratulate on the statue, Rosie? It's Thank you, mate. Not, Thank you. Not before time, I might add. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's going to take a little while to build. It's going to be massive. It's going to be like the Saddam Hussein one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot bigger than all the other ones. It'll be kind of like one of the light towers. Yep. I'm, I'm also <laughs> yeah. looking forward to the, the day they bring it down and bat it with shoes. Yeah. That will happen. <laughs> it will be terrific. That will happen. Puma boots. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say I do appreciate the confines of the, the fine Wayne Jackson studio. It's, it's been it? uh, it's resplendent. Mm. It's it's actually even more beautiful than it was in my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. the receptionist was fantastic downstairs. It yes. was a real treat. The well, people in the uh, in the Ross Oakley foyer. They were great. Yeah, they're lovely, aren't they? We've branched out, of course. We have our Sydney-based Rod Carter, Rod Carter studios, studios, and we yeah. have Marcus and Marcus studios, studios in Brisbane. With Johnny Gastev works, or was it Johnny Gastev Studios initially? Or I can't remember. They're, they're, either, way, either way, we'll have both by yes. the end of the year. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Branching out, branching out, and you're wearing a Brisbane Bears jumper, Sonny. I am indeed. I think this is actually, well, judging by the hygiene of it, it's probably an old one of Johnny Gastev's that he never washed. Let's it's get It's got the collar on it. Mate, back in the days, honestly, I've been walking around with this thing. I don't know how they played in them. Like, they are Because it's, it's a wool thick. one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a long-sleeve wool one at the minute, and uh, I don't know how they do it. Who's wearing Real long men. sleeves on the Gold Coast? 
Well, no one, mate. This is this is you know on the verge of oh. the gabatoire. This is your '92 version. Or is this we're going to Victoria? We're going to those cold cities down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. We've got to put the long sleeves right. on. This this was the original skins. Yeah, the, the the first model of skin that they brought out. It was now terrific. you are an original Brisbane Bears supporter, aren't you? Well, yeah, I guess I am. But you're not, you're not like a Brisbane Lions supporter who came from Fitzroy? No, no. My, my pathway to the Bears is a bit odd, actually. It was sort of... I'm a bit of a mongrel in that way. First seven years, I lived in Adelaide mm-hmm. and actually followed Glenelg. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. never, yeah, they never quite pushed along towards the AFL like Port did, unfortunately. And then spent a year in Darwin. In so what years are these? So this is from uh, not to pull the curtain back too much on the age, <laughs> but uh, two week in showbiz from about uh, <laughs> eighty two to about year uh, eighty seven ish. So the prime okay, years. So Good time no, to be in Adelaide. Really. There was no Adelaide yeah. team then. No, no. Did you have a Did you have a VFL side? No, we only went to the local footy, and I was only a pup. I was I left there when I was about seven. Yeah, but I remember on the run, Glenelg. Yeah, so always. Darwin, you went to Darwin. There's so a pattern emerging. There's a background. Yeah. Would you Would you get VFL games over on TV in South Australia? Well, I highly doubt it at the time because I remember on the ABC on a Saturday we'd get Warren Boland with his one game of rugby league, and they showed three different teams, so you had to pick one of those, and then you'd get the Channel Seven broadcast of the footy. And that was about it. Of the Sample footy or the VFL? No, not from memory. I mean, you are stretching back. I'm talking literally yeah, seven yeah, years yeah. old here. Yeah. So it was sort of... I remember I remember once dropping a cable in front of play school <laughs> at about five, five, age five, but that's neither hither <laughs> nor dither. So afterwards, I went to Darwin for a couple of years. Really struggling to understand how that fitted into <laughs> Well, that's my basic history. memory of television viewing at that age, okay, Adam. Cool, yeah. cool. Uh, and then from Darwin to Queensland after that, so... I never really had an AFL side, so to get to Queensland and go, you beauty, yep. there's a team in here. How good's this? There's a cute bear on the on the jersey. Yeah. Who's this Warwick champ? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Did you go to Carrara? Yeah, so I went once when, because my old man was sort of travelling around with work. Yep. And I went went once down there and got the bug. Mm-hmm. And uh, But after that, I mean, it's sort of, they kind of dissolved, you know, only a few years later. Were I, you happy with so, the merger? Well, again, I was probably a teenager then, and I thought, this is better than coming... 14th every year. Yep. I mean, 96 was obviously the pinnacle. That was Vossi Brownlow, lost to North in the prelim. Yep. It, was, it was a quality year to be actually a Bears fan for once. Yep. But then, uh, yeah, no, obviously, mate, three-peat. Who wouldn't be happy? I know a lot of my mates from Fitzroy aren't, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'd imagine after 96 with a bunch of Fitzroy players coming in, people were probably talking at the time that, uh, gee, Brisbane are going to be too powerful, eh? Do you think do, I, don't, I don't remember that talk, and I was, you know, fully into my footy around, like mm. watching it quite heavily. I don't remember them going, "It's going to be a powerful team," because mm. I think maybe because Fitzroy was so bad. But it was also because the merger came out of two desperations. It wasn't like a GWS fresh camp thing where it's like, "Oh, first round draft." Picks. Look at all these picks. Look at all the preferences. Look at all the interstate. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's more righto. Well, how do we keep these teams partially alive? Mm. Let's amalgamate them. And just start dominating around the turn of the century. And did you prefer to support a bear or a lion? Whoa, it was in a, a fight? It was, it was a pretty cute bear. It was a great bear. It still <laughs> is. Cute, yeah. One of the great mascots. And yeah. one, of the great, one of the great team songs. I'm, I can't remember all of it, but I do remember it was sort of, you know, we're, we're hot, we're mean, we're strong, we're a team. Like, is there's the main verse yeah. of... And, and to actually announce that you're a team in the song is, yeah. is a powerful People statement. Need to know. Yeah, People need it's, to know. it's bonding. It's it's a primary sort of necessity I'm tipping to actually play footy. So you were there living there during the three peat? No, I was overseas. Oh man, that was that was tough. So I was sort of rat assed at a London pub at five a.m. for just about all three of them. Yeah, so yep. it was um, it was strange because it, it's always it's actually had a lot of footy background. Brisbane people people do enjoy it, but obviously you've got. Rugby League, Rugby Union, all the mm. other codes. And it was that, that three-peat. All of a sudden, everyone's a Brisbane fan. Galvanised the entire city. Oh, and yeah. I wasn't actually there for it. Yep. So I got the feeling that it was... My mates were saying it was a bit like Origin, but for months on end. Yeah, well. Which I'm kind of glad I wasn't there for, because I probably wouldn't be here to live in sale, <laughs> <laughs> judging from Origin's past. So, so it, that, maybe that was the moment where Brisbane Lions kind of began to infiltrate the town? Yeah, obviously success brings mm. everything. So... And you had characters There are a well. few characters, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with Roger Merritt and, and you know, DJ Daryl White and these blokes, like, they're just... 
Did you ever Jim. go out with Martin Pike? He'd seem like the person that you would hang out with. Pikey, I, uh, Pikey and I were thick as thieves. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. You, couldn't, you, you wouldn't know. You knew two still in a bus at four in the morning. Strut down Fortitude Valley. Yeah. You didn't know where, where his arm ended and mine began. <laughs> it was great. So you're the type of guy, though. You, you, uh, probably the first time I met you, probably the first time at Rosie met you. You do get about the Brisbane Bears tops pretty much all the time. Yeah, it's not necessarily through parochial support. It's just a lack of wardrobe. Okay. I but genuinely own one jumper and it's fucking freezing, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wear it. Okay. And now you put, you've moved... When did you move to Melbourne? Moved to Melbourne around 2008, yep. running from the law again. Yep. No, good. So, uh, and you go to, do you go to many Brisbane games when you can? Obviously, yeah. I actually work on the footy, so I go as much as I can. Obviously, I go here for work, but I haven't been to Brisbane. I didn't go last season and I'm starting to feel a bit... Bad about it, really. Yeah. So you're not a member? No, heaven forbid. Yeah. I mean, why would I support the club in that manner? No, no, let's, not at all. You shouldn't have to do let that. let them get on the verge of dissolving again. So what's your job at the football? Uh, I, uh, I actually operate the, the boundary signage, the LED screens. So yeah. the, uh, the bright, flashing pre-game... Essential part of the game, essential component, really. Well, it is now, though. They do use it a whole now, bunch of different stuff. They, the players wouldn't know when to start if it weren't for the countdown. Yeah. So do you know the Adelaide guy that pops up the chicken salt? Or oh, chicken salt's permanent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, that's there forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is etched in salt. I think that's we'll, been there for years. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto chicken salt. We talked about chicken salt last week, and so there's been a lot of talk about chicken salt. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have chicken salt when you were in Adelaide? <laughs> it was that and Farmer's Union ice coffee. Yeah, they, yeah. there's a few things. chicken salt on your Farmer's Union? They, oh, of course. Yeah. There's a few things they do very well, Adelaide. Yeah, 24-hour bakery. Yep. You know, no plastic bags, 10 cents back for a can. Yep. yep. Great iced coffee. <laughs> yep. Frog cakes. They've got it all going some on. Great kids' TVs come out of Adelaide. Yeah. Take your word for it. I, uh, <laughs> my, my, my experience at the games these days is actually a bit jaded because I'm working. Instead of enjoying the footy, I'm looking at it going, geez, that Toyota sign's a bit bright. Well, let's, let's talk through your day then. So yeah. if, yeah. There's, if there's a uh, three, 310 game at the MCG, you do MCG and Eddie Yeah, yep. so I do both Melbourne venues. And who are, you, who are you working for, the AFL? Uh, sort of subcontracted. So the AFL pay my boss right. and I work for my boss. Okay. Uh, and can I be a bit more vague on that, or is that all no, right? No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite okay. Yeah, so basically... What is I it work... like Blackwater? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll hear what you want to hear. Yeah. So basically the in-house... What you see on the big screen, I work for that. So anything okay. involving the big screen or the actual ground for me. So we work in conjunction. These days you'll notice, let's take... Double Cobra Cam, is that your fault? No, I'm more of an Oblivious Cam man. <laughs> oblivious Cam, that was on yesterday. That's all right, eh? What do you reckon? Is that oblivious. your idea? No, don't be like that. Don't, don't what about Bongo Cam? Did you do Bongo yeah, Cam? Yeah, no, Bongo Cam's great. Bongo... Carlton are actually, Rosie, probably one of my favourite teams to do because they just have been distracting the shit out of their fans <laughs> for about yeah, they three do it seasons. The quarters. Yeah. Well, they, now they're starting to win, they might actually Pull tone back a it bit. down a bit. Yeah. I remember last year we had uh, so we had Captain Carlton abseiling in mm-hmm. from the roof. He always has to get a different way in. He yep. abseiled in. It's like a bad on the game hov- of gladiators. On the hovercraft? No, well, he got in the hovercraft after the abseil. Of How stupid of me. Yeah, natural progression. Yep. Do you need a hovercraft licence? I'm not if, unlicensed on not the, if you're Captain Not if you're a superhero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you or I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're not superheroes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But Captain Carlton is the superhero. Is gotcha. And you never and will be with that attitude. What's the other? Is it Nina Blue? Is that the other uh, one? Betty Blue. No, no. no it's Nina. Is it Nina? Nina. They've changed hands, have they? She's he must recent, have had a falling out with Betty. Yeah. Uh, Navy Nina. Navy Nina. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does she drive it? Uh, no, Captain Carlton, because he's a superhero, Adam. You know? Gotcha. <laughs> You've got to listen to me. Yeah, okay. This. Go, yeah. But I remember last season during one of... So we had all this hoopla pre-game. And Karaoke cam. We had Pluck a Duck. Were you there for this game? I was at the game. That was when Were the you? Blues um, oh, turned up the Hawks. Yeah, you had a great day that day. Because yeah. I remember talking to you after that, and because they, they used the boundary... That's right, as, as a, the wheel. like a wheel, yeah. So and effectively... Bloody hell gave you fucking... Uh, oh, it was... They should have been a warning for yeah. epileptic... Yeah, because he basically slapped the boundary signage, and I cue the wheel, That's and it goes right. around, spun and spun around like a roulette wheel. And one of the bays gets to win a prize or whatever. That's okay? right. My mate was Plucker that day. No. Yeah. Well, your mate is a funny bastard because in the pre-game we have a bit of a production meeting about how things are going to run and yep. all the rest of it. And Plucker up there, Sans costume is up there, and they're going, "Okay, so don't ruin this." We've heard from the AF. Yeah, it's your one moment, mate. Yeah. I thought it was a young Russell Gilbert, but uh, he's up there and they, they, they're going through the process of what we're going to do. And he goes, look, the AFL have spoken to us. Uh, we're supposed to, he's supposed to go around at three-quarter time and kick footies into the crowd. And they said, mate, just handball them because there's kids about 
oh HNS, you don't want to go kicking them in there. And he's like, nah, mate, I'm going to torp them. I'm going to launch in there like plug a locket style. Well, that's, why go, he's got, that's why he's got webbed feet, so he can roost them. Mate, he was terrific because they, they pulled him up again and went, no, seriously, just make sure you handball it. And he just sort of scoffed and went, fuck that. Mate, I'm pluck a duck. Pluck I'll a do duck. what the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, well, who's going to argue with that logic? Yeah. Mate, I'm pluck a duck. I'll do what the fuck I want. There are no rules for plucker. <laughs> that was the same day. That, he's uh, not a chicken or a cow. Did, but he didn't. Oh. He's a great skateboarder. He plucked yeah. it then and he's plucking it now. Yeah. He never once <laughs> gyrated on anybody. Yeah. No, that was he my one disappointment. Yeah. Um, well, because plucker is synonymous with footy. Oh, okay. One, one like reason. You, like the plucker statue outside the MCG. <laughs> yeah, so how did plucker come about on that day? Oh, what mate, was, how long's a piece was, of string? They, they've the just gone from an abseil to a hovercraft. What's yeah. the next logical well, move? <laughs> I want to see the day <laughs> Red comes out and gongs him. <laughs> done with it all. Well, that was the same match where they had a guy in the, uh, on the security detail and they had dance camp. And it put go oh, onto him, yeah, and he's like, yeah. "Nah, I'm not dancing." Not dancing. And then it goes back to him, and he's like, "Nah, I'm dancing." How lucky and then it we? goes back to him, and he busts out a whole bunch of moves, and was like, "Ah, oh, you got us, you yeah. got us." Uh, how lucky, how lucky were we that that security bloke could dance, eh? Well, it was just it was like, I mean, we did lose by 23 goals, yeah. so, <laughs> so we do remember more about yeah. that. It serves its purpose. Rosie's going to be else. gone at halftime if you hadn't bumped into me at halftime. Yeah, yeah basically so another quarter. Hey, um, so you would have been watching all the different little games that the teams have. What are yeah. some of the some of the best ones. There's Kiss Cam, obviously. You've got your Kiss Cam, your Bongo Cam, Hug Cam. It's always good when the, the cameraman... Because there's normally two or three camos on the job. Cameramen are searching out for couples, for instance. Yeah. But it can be pretty frenetic, and they're looking through a lens from 100 metres away, and you might have Kiss Cam, and you blatantly on the screen realise that it's a father and daughter yeah. or something along those lines yep. that no one knows. And hey, it's Kiss Cam, you kiss. Yeah, That's no, you it. do, you do. Uh, That's the rule. Yeah. We had the... So also, if it's a Collingwood match, yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> and they were in Tasmania at the time. It was a yeah. bizarre... Set. But the, uh, the oblivious cam, for anyone who hasn't seen it, is basically where you get someone on film who's oblivious to the fact that they're on the big screen. Yep. So they're looking at their phone normally or they're just talking to each other about how much they love the boundary signage yeah. or whatever it is. And there's a clock on them. And there's a, there's a clock that goes up. And normally 20 seconds in, someone taps them on the shoulder and says, oh, you're on the big screen. Yep. And, they go, and that's their voice. And the other day we were like, wouldn't it be great if it just kept going? Like someone was completely oblivious. And it did. And it wasn't that great. It went for about two minutes and all of a sudden the producer's going, right, we are really behind schedule right now. <laughs> yeah, we, need to, to alert, we need to alert this bloke. Yeah, yeah. I know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bongo Cam's good. We've got... Uh, it was Rodney Eid. We, the, the thing with Bongo Cam is that they actually had a meeting where they had said, well, we need to lead it off with Carlton, uh, Captain Carlton because people aren't hitting the bongos there. They're, they're out of frame. They've like. gone rogue. They take it seriously. So yeah. I imagine get, that was Gillan McLaughlin saying that at the yeah, meeting? Yeah, Gil came in and just said, look, <laughs> I don't give a shit what you do. Is sort out Bongo manager. Camp. It's not good enough. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So your day, if it's a, say, a, a three o'clock game, yep. how, how early do you have to get to the ground? Too early. So I'm there about four hours, six hours before the bounce, actually. So I'd be there at about nine. Wow. Yeah. And where do you sit? So I sit, it's cracking actually, I sit halfway upstairs uh, next to the members, next to Channel 7, so next to us, literally about two metres away is... BT? Yeah, all the, well, more Bruce and, and those guys. The funny thing about watching Bruce commentate is he does the entire game through Naked. binoculars. Oh. oh, he's nude obviously, they're yeah. all nude. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, he's also, binoculars, which is amazing, like I tried to do it for a few players and like, he's calling the play in advance and he stands up the whole time. Yep. And he also jerks the duck off. So, <laughs> not Plucker, but Wayne uh, Perry. Like, he's giving him a reach around. No, it's incredible. Like it, it's incredible to, to see him do it through through the binoculars, yeah, basically. Yeah. And so, what does Dennis do? Just use the eyes or... Yeah, TV? Dennis is just calm as you like. Yeah, because, I mean, your eyes would get pretty bad, too. I mean, just, I mean, I have to look at the scoreboard to see on the other side of the ground. Well, I was going to say, particularly the other side of the ground, I watch the big mm. screen. Yeah. I think I think everyone does, don't they? There was a, there was a black dot in one of the screens that Eddie had yesterday, and that was that's very off-putting. Oh, okay. See, now that's... Got to lift, you've got to lift your game. That's why I'm there four hours early. Yeah. Clearly, I didn't do my job. And what's in front of you? What kind of panel? Uh, basically, like, uh, just two computers with all the buttons that I switch. So, say it's a Hawks game chamber, it'll yep. be sort of the Hawk eyes as the opposition come out or yep. whatever I do in sync with the big screen. It's really boring stuff. No one wants to hear about this. And then if Hawthorne, say, Hawthorne kick a goal, you then Hawthorne goal the button yep. to go around the boundary or something. a big roar and it tells you Cyril's kicked his fifth or yep. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're going to type in the stats or someone's no, doing that No, that's all you. through, like, champion data. That comes right. up all right. You've just got to monitor and make sure it's okay. Yep. So, it doesn't say the wrong bloke or anything like that. Yep. The funniest thing is, at half time, because 
everyone's on the same time length. Everyone darts to the toilet at the same time. Yep. So you've got about a four-minute window to go to the bathroom, and that's when everyone's in there. And it's just a board. Like, I got hip and shoulder by Dennis Committee about two weeks ago. <laughs> like, literally, I, I opened the door and he came barging out and bumped me. And I go, Jesus, nearly took me out. And without missing a beat, he's like, son, you'd be on the floor if I'd have meant it. <laughs> it's like, how good's this? Yeah. So it's just, I, even when I'm not working, I think I might just duck up to the dunny for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. and to see if I can out. bump into it. Yeah. Yeah. Centimetre perfect. Yeah, it was great. That's awesome. Um, so how long have you been doing that, doing that job? I've been there for a couple of years now, so I've been doing that for about three years. I work on the cricket with them, and uh, and that sort of morphed into the footy. But it, ha- it it has actually ruined, not ruined, but I don't really watch the game as much yeah. because I'm worried about other things. Yeah, what are you thinking about? The brightness. Like, if you ever see the, 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 the brightness of the screens, that's that the sort bright. of mundanity that I'm going through. And how great the screens are. I oh, just yeah. love looking at the They're screens. fantastic. So, I at the MCG, because the they've got those LED lights all around, mm. did you, were you in... Charge of those colours, just like in the back of stands and stuff. I'm Remember in charge they... of nothing, mate. Trust okay. me on this. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But do you get I to go to finals the and the like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're working there, and um, if you're not working, you just use your pass and hope no one notices. Yeah, so. yeah. I had friends that used to um, sneak through the um, spotless. They they used to work for spotless, and then oh, they yeah. went on. They'd go through there and just pretend they were working for the day. Yeah. Um, I often dress as a emergency umpire. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen yeah. you in a duck suit. Yeah, straight out to the bounce. Duck suit. Yeah, those guys. Hey. Don't fuck around, plucker. Hey, can we go back to chicken salt, Adam? Oh, of course. Yeah, so Sonny, in your hometown of Adelaide, we got fascinated last <laughs> week about the chicken salt sign on the uh, on the advertising on the wall at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Because we were confused by the fact that it seemed to just say chicken salt. We didn't, we like, it wasn't attached to a company in our eyes, but yeah, we're, yeah. we're stupid Melbourneers. It's, yes. not, it's not the most subversive piece of advertising, is it? Well, it's, no, but it makes me want chicken salt. It does, yeah. But then what brand of chicken <laughs> salt, Adam? Well, well, you know what I did? I went to the supermarket the other day and I thought, I'm going to buy myself a little bit of chicken salt. So, <laughs> and I, it, wasn't, it wasn't the company. It wasn't the company. Oh. It was just like a generic. But I was like, hey, they've put chicken salt in my head. And next time I see because it's Matani. Matani chicken salt. Nice. So a bunch of junk timers emailed us and sent us tweets, uh, and it's got Matani written on it. I think in red. It's quite faint to on either sides. side. Yeah. Should we be, should we be getting a sponsorship from Matani? Wow. I mean, we are giving them quite the plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, people, people from South Australia love their love their um, Matani too. But who doesn't love chicken salt? Oh no, yeah. like, genuine the, question. It's I the mean, greatest thing. If, on you it. Were to, <laughs> if you were to turn down chicken salt. It's untrustworthy as a human trait. Well, scientists could have just given up after they'd made chicken salt. <laughs> That's right. With one, with one life. It may well be the cure for cancer. Yeah. You just aren't taking enough of it in. Yeah. I actually, this is bizarre. I How do they make chicken salt? What We're is trying to work out this, chicken this salt. This is bizarre that you ask this. Seriously, no, Don't Rosie. tell me you've worked in a chicken no. salt factory. <laughs> no, I've got a mate who this week came to town and he was talking to me and he goes... He's, he's a very lovely fellow. He's a very funny dude, but he's incredibly gullible just because mm-hmm. he's a nice guy. And... His name's Mace, and he said to me, you know, oh, fuck, I'm like, how you been, mate, blah, blah, blah. He goes, yeah, good. Mel, his girlfriend, her cousin's uh, had, me, had me on one for weeks. I've been telling everybody. And I go, what is it? And he had been convinced that chicken salt was made by ground-up chicken feet because they can't use that when they cook chicken. Oh, yeah, that. makes sense. And, well, you know what's weird is that obviously after giving him shit about going, yeah, yeah it's dried-up yeah. ground chicken feet, I thought, fuck, it's not far from the yeah, mark. Yeah. Like, who, who well, it needs to, to be know? chicken base, doesn't it? Well, it could be stock. Yeah, well, what do they make salt? stock out of? Oh, jeez. Oh, okay, let's look at it. <laughs> <laughs> the hard-hitting oh, questions. We're Googling how to make chicken salt. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd love to make some at home. I don't want to put Matani out of business. But wouldn't, don't you think, well, maybe if we had a junk time chicken salt... You know what you could do? On a rival stand, say the Wanganeen stand, the Adelaide Oval, just yeah. put the recipe up. Yeah. <laughs> just the entire wing That's not a bad idea. is the, the recipe. In the John Bunting pocket. Yeah, just mm. dry chicken feet. Yep. Next step. Salt. Crush and grind. Crush and grind. Add salt. Yeah. Well, actually, not too far from. Pour over chips. Here we go. Chicken salt. As salt in MSG Australia is a New Zealand. huge component. It's yeah. got to be. No, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be awful it's for you. Too yeah. delicious. Generally contains chicken extracts. Okay, that's vague enough. Which I listed as the second ingredient after salt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That makes sense. Is therefore not suitable for vegetarians. Hmm. Um, we wouldn't have thought so in the yeah, name yeah, chicken yeah. salt. <laughs> to, to be fair, if you're getting caught in that <laughs> trap, yeah. you probably yeah, brought on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some flavoured salt, salt as chicken salt, do not contain chicken extracts or concentrates. They're the ones you probably should seek. Oh, no, you get Matani. Yeah. yeah. Get, the, oh, yeah. get the real, yeah. get the real deal. You get Matani, yeah. If you've just joined us here, we're discussing how to make chicken salt. <laughs> hey, Adam, did you see this during the week about um, uh, Leon Cameron's notes? Oh, 
Invasive, Michael. Invasive? It was too invasive. Too invasive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Leon Cameron's sitting there coaching away. Just coaching. Yeah. In a glass box, and he yes. expects complete and utter privacy, yeah. as he should. Yeah. And he knows that it's on television. Covering his mouth, saying shit, fuck, all that Yeah, kind all of that stuff. sort of stuff. Yeah. And yet they broadcast some huge si- huge font-sized notes out to the world. Yeah, so it was... Um, He's just a coach trying to do his job. Fox footy. And what did the notes entail? Well, was, it, was it very? Was it how to make chicken salt? Was it a recipe? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, he because if that's the case, I'm going to need to get a hand on those notes. He, um, he has four notes, okay, four essentially motivational notes for himself. Number one, mistakes will happen. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's his motivation. Yeah. Well, kind of, yeah, kind of, if the players muck up, don't be too worried about that. Oh, okay, sure. No, that's what I don't no, want to you, see from you a you let him off the hooks. No. Mistakes should never happen. Yeah. Mistakes and anyone who happen. does make a mistake, well, clearly, off the ground. He's, he's made one already yeah. by leaving his notes out. Yeah, good point. He should be turning the, turning the mirror back on himself. Yeah. In there, until he's, it gets foggy. These sound like four reasons to sack Leon Cameron. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. I'm getting the petition up. What's the second one? The second one yeah. Stay focused. Be calm. Okay. Well, that's like two notes. Well, yeah. Mm. Also, it's like be calm, but stay focused. So by the fact if you focus if you on being... If he's meditating... Fo- if you're focusing on being focused, that you're means not calm. you're not calm. No. You, you're intently staring at something. Mm. What are you doing? Shut up, I'm focusing. <laughs> Jeez, that bloke's not calm. But if he's too focused, then maybe... But if he's too calm... He's not focused enough. But he can be focused if you're meditating, but that's not helping the team. No. Like, if he's in zen... Maybe he's, he's in a great place, but the team... The team's going terrible. Advice, yeah. well, there's mistakes happening everywhere. He doesn't care. I'm going to say he's over 2 so far. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he's shitty that they got released. Yeah. Give clear messages. That's another one. Well, we just debated the first two, so clearly they're not that that transparent. But as opposed to what? Giving Mm. cryptic messages? Yeah, Yeah. actually make them look at you. You fucking idiot. (laughs) If a half flanker (laughs) leaves leaves at 6am and another full forward leaves at 9, at what point do they intercept? The earth is simple, but the ox is patient. Yeah. But yeah, give clear messages. Of course, you want to do that. Yeah, you what else are you going to do? You're not that? Go. Do you reckon he gives out a message at three quarter time and it's just muddled yeah. riddles? Who does he think and he, he goes is? up, looks at the notes, and goes, "Ah, uh, fuck!" I am not listening. Who does he think he's? He like Dipper. the Joker. He leaves like a trading card. Yeah, he leaves a card. A, a, the players got to decipher what it means. <laughs> I think it means you should go to full forward, John Patton. Uh, yeah. And uh, love the battle. That's what he says. Love the battle. Well, you're not in the battle, mate. No, you're, you're a coach. You're that's, the, that's the place to love a battle. You're sitting in a glass box. You're sitting next to Sonny in the glass box. Yeah. So, so what, what's the, what's his major grievance here? Is that it got it got broadcast? Yeah, that he had four really embarrassing uh, motivational. <laughs> 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 he said that three people on a podcast on a Monday afterwards could uh, rip shit of him. Mock him heavily. But they say, yeah, they they, they focus too much on. And Fox Footy apologised. Said we're not going to do that again. Sure. So he's going to reorder them. So we don't know what he's got. There <laughs> do you think they should have to apologise? No, no. They've got a handcuff agreement, so they're obviously. Going to to because they should get good he, access these days, right? Yeah, absolutely. Surely he realizes sitting in that box with them in front of him in huge font. That oh, yeah, but going to look at them. he wore it on a t-shirt. That yeah. was a problem. It was the worst <laughs> thing. He had skywriting above the ground. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it doesn't get clearer than that. So, yeah, maybe it was overcast. That's why he had the yeah, notes. He if angry. he looked at the Matani chicken salt on next yeah. to that, uh, yeah, was, Cameron's four yeah. four rules. But you know, they always talk about like a, a coach will often say. Hey, you know what? They can they can have our game plan. If we execute our plans, it doesn't matter what we're, they're yep. doing. They can they can know exactly what we're doing. In this case, he's obviously gone off the script a bit there. Well, it wasn't even a game plan. It was just ideas mm. for him. What's he so worried about? Just vague notes. Yeah. Do you think that's a problem though? Showing game plans. They probably try and not do that. But isn't kind of like well, it's your own fault. I guess they 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 probably. I wonder if there's a rule against that. Well, the coaches would say there's probably some places that are out of bounds. Like, yeah. you know, the players' meeting room. You can't have a yeah. camera, you know, in the outer room that, you know, pick something up. You yeah. can't broadcast that just because it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Can we go over, Sonny, you talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, chicken salt, how to make chicken salt. <laughs> uh, league crackdown on interactions with fans on game days, mm. driven by safety fears. Crackdowns on interaction. You would have seen all of this stuff. So several clubs have invested in devices that in five seconds can fire a dozen pieces of team merchandise around the stadium. That's pretty rich. That's pretty awesome. So we're talking like a T-shirt cannon. T-shirt cannon, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so the AFL said, hey, turn the power down and only launch it into the the first tier. Don't go up to the third. They've really told them to... Yeah. Pull back on the cannon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They Were they shooting the cannon into the third tier? No, here's the thing. That this is, That's impressive. This is bizarre. <laughs> I was actually signed up to do the T-shirt cannon yep. about a month ago mm. at Etihad. I think it was for St Kilda. And You were mu- going to do the cannon? I was doing the actual cannon because I wasn't working on the signs that day. But uh, 
voice of Etihad Stadium, Wade Peterson, bang, he owns a, uh, a T-shirt cannon company or whatever. He's got the, the he's got the <laughs> in the garage. I'm serious. 100%, is he like, right? He's like Kalishnikov. And he, yeah, he, he's just got, it's like the Matrix when they just go weapons. It's just T-shirt cannons. And he's got... Uh, how, how, apart from sporting clubs, <laughs> yeah. professional big sporting clubs, when are you ever in need of a T-shirt cannon? ISIS. So you'd sell like maybe five? Like, would each team what need a great, to own what a great its own way, What a great cannon? way to get oh. dressed in the morning, though. What a bizarre thing. Yeah, but he, he owns a couple, so he just owns a couple. When I say he owns a company, it's... Prob- right, okay. A company is the collective noun for T-shirt cannons. <laughs> okay. And he owns a company of T-shirt cannons. He owns two. But his... What are they worth? What's a T-shirt cannon worth? Oh, they'd be a couple of grand. Yeah. But it's about the maintenance and how you pack them and how you shoot them. But, but can't you just get, like, a, P- a PVC pipe, fill it with a bit of butane at the end yeah. and... Well, that's, zapper? that's precisely what he's got. Yeah. Could, no, you, his, could, he, you, could you hold up a servo with a T-shirt cannon? Yeah, definitely. Just run Which in and be like a pop, another, a pop a Brisbane Burn Lions 100%. 2003 T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Triple XL. You get, uh, but, but he, was, he always laments the fact that they... Uh, what if it's a wet T-shirt? That's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's another way to spice things up. Trouble. Yeah. But he... Uh, he always talks about how what if it's a sauna? T shirt cannon. Sleeveless. Yeah, yeah. These are sleeveless sawn off t shirts. Yeah. So oh. you can keep it under your jacket. It's it's got got just gun. pull the t shirt cannon out. <laughs> another, another government buyback. Yeah. yeah. T shirt cannons. the t shirt cannons. Rogue t shirt cannons you can buy down to the docks. <laughs> With the serial numbers filed off. The thing is, they don't, they don't, they're not allowed to shoot them, basically. into. They used to go to the third tier. They, used to, they had the capability to go to the third tier of the G. Oh, that's no way. a big fucking cannon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Gatling amazing. gun of T-shirts. Yeah. So that's a vest. And it's you know what? I'm, I want to see that. As a novelty, I'd like to see that as opposed to like throwing... Well, why should the people in the, in the top tiers... The, the miss out. The why scum, should, why miss should out. they be any safer than anyone else yeah, in the exactly. bottom? Yeah, exactly. They should have to... Uh, probably what happens, though, is it, if it comes up short, people are reaching... That's yeah. what they're worried about. They're worried exactly, about the, uh, yeah. the, the sort of naked gun wheelchair down the top, <laughs> over-the-edge scenario. Yeah, but you've got a T-shirt. I mean, if you end <laughs> well, up... Not if quadru- you miss it. Yeah, true. But if you end up a quadriplegic and you've got a free T-shirt, a 2003 Brisbane Premiership T-shirt... Yeah, but mm. it's not your size. And also you can't it, feel yeah, if it's hurting your midriff or anything yeah. like that. Well, that doesn't matter if it's not your size. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you put it over the cage. The neck body. hole is important. Yeah. They're not that's the greatest fair. T-shirts, are they? So they are ruffling around a little bit. Won't bother you. Yeah. Well, um, that's disappointing. I, do, I mm. Don't turn down the power. Turn up the power. 100%. Turn it up. So yeah. if, you're, if you're in the bottom tier and mm. someone shoots the T-shirt cannon at you. I, I want it to be like, uh, you know, the old suburban grounds where kids would wait out the back, they kick a goal. And sure. Off with the ball. Over the top. Yeah. I want kids to be gathering around the back of the MCG. Um, <laughs> guys, the guy comes out with a T-shirt cannon. Love it. Kids yeah. all go. Just ah. catching vests. You know what I'd like to see? Captain Carlton doing a hovercraft buy. <laughs> so he's just out the side of the hovercraft, just popping it into the bottom row. Oh, the t-shirt cannon. So what else are they banning? Okay, so chicken salt. Uh, Can't ban chicken salt. <laughs> the people will they'll boycott. The they'll revolt. They have banned giving out foam footballs for they fear they could be used as projectiles. Oh dear lord! Well, of course they're going to be used so as projectiles. Foam yeah, footies. What do you mean foam footies? So like a styrofoam, you know those soft like play uh, yep, footies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nerf. Kind of nerf, but a bit, bit harder. A bit I, harder than nerf. I, I reckon the How much harder than nerf are we talking? Like, oh, like it's not like a, a billiard ball. Like nerf with a lacquer on it. Yeah, okay. A little, a lacquered a nerf. Lacquered if nerf. you get hurt by lacquered nerf, oh, it's na- fuck it's, off from the footy. It's natural selection, though. Like, I mean, we've come so far yeah. that like, there are signs, I'm sure there are other stadiums, but at the Gabba, constantly you're reminded, reminded the seats you're sitting on flip up. When you start, oh, they yeah. remind people of that, do they? Well, they try to because yeah. everyone's off ducking to the bathroom to pre-mix their rum and coke and all the rest <laughs> of it. Yeah, but when you come back, it's it's you know because they're worried about it's all logistics and, and the fact that they're going to be yeah sued. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, they keep on telling you the MCG during the cricket to drink water. Yeah. Idiots. Well, it is important to hydrate. Well, yeah, but well, also who like a, <laughs> but who can afford a water wench as well as a beer wench? <laughs> he goes, oh. I'm thirsty. What should I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Let me pay five bucks for the, the water. So in terms of the foam football, the projectiles, players have been told they, they will first be warned and then fined $1,000 if they toss or boot the ball into the crowd rather than just hand it directly to a supporter. So again, you, you, you're hang on, hang rewarding the, the people at the front of the f- yep, fence. Yep. And also it says they instructed to give, give the balls directly to children. The players are going to be fined yep, if they if don't... They Hand the ball. Then if they throw it, so, so you, it. you've just come off. You've got a great win, stirring yeah. win. The grounds, the crowd's amazing. Yeah. It's going nuts. Yeah. You've yeah. won by a point on the siren. Mm-hmm. You go Nick, over. Nick Rewald sees a kid four rows yeah. back. Yeah, he goes. Oh, I'm going to handball to this youngster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, mate. Give us your, give us your match fee. Thousand. 
It's truth. Um, we then then there's more, um, and also too just kids. Like why do kids get yeah. all the go? Fuck That's the bullshit, kids, man. Yeah, kids I want a fucking stone Kids have ball. it too good these days. I mean, back in my day, we weren't getting phone balls handed over. I wasn't getting nerf lack of nerf. No, we got punched. We we leant over the boundary <laughs> yeah, rope, snap, yeah. and we would hope that we they had would to, give you a right hook. We had to run on the ground and in the trudge through the mud in yeah. the hope of maybe patting someone on the back on the way. <laughs> it was usually someone like you know nineteenth, twentieth player. Was never yeah. a good guy. Oh, I'd be hanging out with the emergency arm. Um, I said here, uh, da, 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 um, Eddie had said it'd been been banned from having staff stand... Oh, here we go. So so staff would stand on the third level at Etihad yeah. and fire the T-shirt cannon down. And oh, banned, like snipers. Yeah, they've been banned from doing that. So they'd get up top and they'd like go, it. bite yourself, fool. <laughs> I think what, the, what they need to do, if they want to eradicate anyone in terms of like not being able to defend themselves or people are diving over for shirts, yeah. just hand out T-shirt cannons to everyone on entry oh. and half-time it's just a free-for-all skirmish of shirts. Yeah. Yeah, I love that idea. Is there anything wrong with that? I mean, just it's, go your, top your mate, two years bonus points. I mean, your mate who owns the he's t-shirt got the company, kind of company he's got he the would car. love that he idea. He may have to expand past the, the <laughs> yeah. two, but I'm sure it's on. I You'll can understand. <laughs> I can understand why that one is a uh, knockback by the fact you can't have people up on the third row. Not at any level. No, they're not allowed to feel that. Just state. firing willy nilly. About a drone. That's almost like, like a war type dropping them in. Yeah, yeah. Good news though for you, Adam. Okay. Oh, here we go. Um, Etihad Stadium has allowed giant inflatable balls to be tossed around the crowd at halftime. That's good news for football. You know why they've done that? Okay. Because I believe it's St Kilda have uh, an interaction at like their halftime where yep. they all get the beach balls going. Yes, yeah. I didn't remember that at a St Kilda game last so year. So I think they get them going and it's, sort of, uh, it's, it's an interactive thing with the big screen. It's mm. good for the kids and all the rest of it. And then it's hilarious because as soon as it finishes, all the security come out and like, right, give us the balls. <laughs> and now it's coming Cease fun. Yeah. And if they don't, they hold them up with a T-shirt cannon. Yeah, because when I think footy, I think um, sun and beach and Yeah, sand. Would, would that maybe, though, St Kilda have a bit of a, a do like to be by side, the seaside? I guess so, yeah, because yeah. it's Seaford. Yeah. So they should be, like, yeah. throwing syringes around in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> no, they do that as well, to yeah, puncture cool. the balls once yeah. it's finished. <laughs> yeah. Leaving babies in rubbish bins. Yeah. <laughs> Casual things like that. You find the lucky St Kilda baby. Yeah. Well, you get the baby 10 metres away from the bin and you've actually got to drop punt it in for yeah. the cash. You can't kick it. You've got to put it in the bin. Okay. <laughs> Carlton has been refused permission to give the hover, to use the hovercraft in pre-game entertainment at Etihad. You're not allowed to do I that. I did know that. That was from Stopped. the start of the season. Yeah. I think because it ruins the surface, perhaps. Oh, yeah. You don't want to You don't want to ruin that plush billiards exactly. table. Yeah. yeah. And, and and we mentioned this, as Sonny mentioned this earlier, but you have been given the green light to send club mascots, Captain Carlton and Navy Nina, abseiling from the roof above the cheer squad. Not to put you on the spot here or anything, but... It was definitely not Navy Nina at the start of the season or the end of it. It was Betty Blue. So either okay. he's had a rift with his lady Original partner. lady. Well, why can't he have a few? You reckon he's got a harem? Yeah, yeah, he's got absolutely. a harem of why sidekick fans. I mean, he's a superhero. Yeah, that's true. They can have threesomes. Let me turn, I've typed that in. Oh, actually, here we go. No, you, Betty Blue? You could be on the money here. They um, did announce Navy Nina recently. It was a big thing. Because the Bulldogs have got four. Ah, uh, like Betty Blue is the name of the hovercraft. Ah, so Captain Carlton's fucking a hovercraft. <laughs> yeah, I heard rumours. Yeah. He, he was riding Blue, something. I didn't realise it was Blue Betty. Is yeah. the hovercraft right? Oh, no, or is it Betty Blue? Come on, Carlton website, get it right. It's you, a bit of a jumping about Bond scenario. I can go both ways. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Huh? There we go, Blue Betty. Yeah. Hey, um, but didn't because didn't because didn't Nick Rewalt get angry last week uh, because people were taking too long taking selfies with. With uh, fans, and he said ah. that was a bit of a beat up. That was an article in the Herald Sun. That was a bit unfortunate, but um, so someone, it's accurate. Someone teed off Please. on him. Someone teed off on him um, about that. He essentially, I think, took the team off early. He said, "Get the fuck off the ground." Yeah, and but St Kilda had a bit of policy. They go around to get selfies with fans. Yes, and you watch the footage. It's kind of annoying for the play- players. Oh, absolutely, because they've got to take the phone and they've got to push yeah, the button. Yeah, yeah. So come on, fans, get involved. Yeah, and also they've just played a tough game. Yeah, I don't want to. For sure. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're very accommodating, actually, the players, when you think about it. Like, they're actually, they've actually got stipulations, each club. So in terms of getting them off the ground, they've got to do that for broadcast reasons because we want to see the song 
in the change rooms oh, before we go time. to the yeah, next right. game on of Fox course. Footy or whatever. Yeah. So when he's saying, like, he gets a rap over the knuckles Monday going, mate, get the players off the field. We cop shit from so-and-so and so-and-so. That's really interesting. I hadn't thought He that. actually is there going, yeah, it's not my fault. It's just that I want to hang out with the fans because we won on the siren. Yeah. And they want photos and they're shit at using their iPhone. So it's nothing to do with them. It's just that the stipulations yeah, okay. are very much on time constraints. Being a skipper these days isn't about... Getting in the huddle and grabbing a shirt, jersey. Like, it's really... Yeah, yeah. You've no, got to be media savvy and got to know all the... It's like having a run sheet. It's bizarre. Exactly. I mean, just this week, um, Richmond skipper uh, Trent Cotchin came out and said that Richmond can win the premiership. And so he's just... <laughs> so he's just trying to make everyone feel good about themselves. <laughs> I think he saw someone else's run sheet. <laughs> uh, do, what, what do we think? Um, did he mean this year? Which did he mean premiership, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you believe, if you believe Rodney Aid. He's also said the Suns can make the um the finals. He's lost his fucking mind. So if you're out there, punters out there, this could be the Leicester City of the, another Leicester mm. City. Of so basically, we're going to see Richmond Suns the grand yeah, final. Grand final. Yeah. That's going to be massive. Tantalising. There'd be good odds on that. Yeah. Juicy. <laughs> but uh, is it okay? Is it time for Rodney E to just be put out to pasture? Is it time we put him down? He's had a pretty tough go. It didn't have only had like twenty people on the injury list at stages. Not no, my, let's, not let's, my let's, problem, let's, mate. No, that's right. It's Rodney's. But the, the thing is. They are such a shambles. Yeah. They, they kick the bloke in the ass on the way out in Bluey McKenna. Yeah. Which is just a no-no because it's sort of, let's just you, keep... You're Bluey fan. Well, no, I'm just a fan of shutting your mouth when you fire someone and do the proverbial cliche of like, oh, we wish him well, blah, blah, yeah, because yeah. there's no joy that ever comes back like, God, I'm so glad we bagged that bloke on the way out because yeah. it's always going to hit you in the face somehow. Yeah. And then Rodney comes in and goes, ah, we'll win a flag within three years. He didn't say that, but the... the Footy CEO did. Yep. So the second it starts going wrong and the wheels fall off and you lose players like Benel and you get a half-fit Ablett or whoever, all of a sudden you sit there and go, fuck, I wish I didn't bag the shit out of the last bloke. They, yeah. They've, they've, it's just gone to bits. It really has. And do it's you, just a money pit. Do you think football is going to thrive in the Gold Coast? Nah. It's, 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 it's the sort of... It's too transient, isn't it? Well, it's the sort of area that if you're not if you're not basically trafficking speed or <laughs> trying to trying to pick up one of the meter mates, you're wasting your time there. Like it's not the kind of area. Well, can't you do both? Well, the thing is, and it's a great hundred oh, percent. Yeah, it's a great catchment area. It's a fan like the Gold Coast is always like Southport School. There's a couple of good schools around there that always play really good footy, mm-hmm. and then they go elsewhere. Yep, preferably to Brisbane, but I, I just. I think it's it's such a bullshit sort of cliche to sit there and go, oh, the culture, the culture, the culture. But if there's any place where there's a culture issue in general, in life, no way. it's the Gold Coast. It's not the footy club. It's, it's not you, where you want to send a 19-year-old kid with loads people, of money, is it? People go there for schoolies, yeah. guys. They go there, go there to be as... <laughs> I, 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 I've been schoolies. 17 years yeah. running. The only year I missed was when I was in year 12. <laughs> yeah. I thought, this isn't for me. Yeah. But ever since, I've, I've been a stalwart. But it's the place people go to actually run amok and be loose and do stupid things. Yeah. And to expect people to go there and go, all right, now knuckle down because yeah. footy's important. Knuckle down. You've you... been invited to a party at the Candyman's house. But <laughs> knuckle down. Knuckle down. That's it. Stop putting dollar bills in that. Like, where'd you get the dollar bills from, <laughs> yeah. for starters? Yeah. And stop putting them in the jocks. I don't think it's a conducive environment to professionalism. Like, you take the, the no dickhead policy of the Swans, yeah. right? The other night I noticed in the... Who was the debutante for the Swans on Friday? It escapes me at the minute. Regardless, you know the whole Gatorade Bukaki, hey, yeah. you're a dickhead, you're one of us now. There was one bit of Gatorade on him at the start of the song and then Tippett just grabbed him, put him straight in the huddle and he just sung the song with the rest of them. There wasn't quite the Bukaki. And at the Gold Coast, they, they lost and they all just gave each other Bukaki. Yeah, yeah, they don't no, give they're, a rat's they're, they're ass. Different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a real shambles. It wasn't Gatorade too, that was the problem. So yeah. you know, on Cavill Avenue. And like, you just know that there's about 15 to 20 blokes going, thank fuck I was the bloke filming... Harley Bunnell that night, and it wasn't me on the other the side. Turn yeah. around. Well, there's, I mean, they're going to have it even tougher because um, Gary Blitz definitely leaving. Is he leaving? Definitely leaving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, uh, what tipped you off to that? Well, it says uh, manager Liam Pickering says Gary Blitz won't leave. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, all right. <laughs> so he's gone. That's a lock. Yeah, that's a lock. He's out of there. He'll be back at the Cats. Does he have the full season. support of the club? Because then you know he's already got the ticket out. Yeah. Yeah. He says Gary didn't want to go there to go and play at the third club. Something remarkable would have to happen for him to go anywhere but the Gold Coast. Can we just say that Gary went there 
For the money. <laughs> for <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> he didn't go there to uh, be in a shit team. He went there to hone his skills. Yeah, exactly. Liam Pickering came out very strong and said, I'm telling you right now Ooh. that he is not going anywhere. Okay. Point blank, full stop. So where do you reckon Gary Ablett's going to be next year? Oh, he'll probably be back at Geelong, Do you reckon? I would he, say. It'd be nice to have a little bit of a lap of honour at Geelong. <sighs> I reckon he's, he's going to struggle to get the... It, like, he's not big enough bait. I honestly think that, like, what do you get for him? Well, they're not going to give up anything for him, are they? What are you going to... Because at his peak, yeah. he's worth, like, three first-rounders. But yeah, yeah. now... But yeah. he won't be at his peak ever again. No, well, that's the thing. But he's still very handy. Oh, like 100%. Like a forward pocket. Oh, trust you. Oh, he should just get straight up the Bruce Highway and go to the Gabatoir. I'm happy to have him at Brisbane. Okay? Yeah. But I just think that with injuries and things of that, that like, like, his age, it's gone on. Like, what are you going to get for him? You're going to get a... A few draft picks, you're going to get a few players. Like, I don't know if he's yeah, yeah. as attractive a player in terms of, of but if you're saying someone in. Like North have done with Jared Waite and mm-hmm. Sean Higgins. You've gone for your older players who are experienced and going to help them get to the premiership in their last couple of years. Why wouldn't North go for someone like Ablett? Yeah, North I'm talking Nathan Ablett here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. If, if Gold Coast ever got to a stage where they did trade Gary Ablett, would that yeah. be admission of a bit of a stuff up? Like, is it kind of a... a Saying you've made an error, even though they haven't, obviously, because he's had many great years. One of Brownlow, obviously. Yeah. But are you kind of making yourself look a bit bad for a club that's been. Well, no, if they did it, I think they'd. Trying to they'd, get culture. They'd yeah. couch it, they'd mm. phrase it as. We can't get This is the start of the rebuilding. Yeah. yeah. Look, at, look we, at us, guys. Yeah. We, we won't we, win a flag with us. We, won't, yeah. we went for this snatch and grab thing and it didn't work, and we yeah. thought we'd get the best player in the comp. Didn't work. Sorry, but we're going to start again, and part of that is trying to get some young blood in with some draft picks, so we're going to get rid of Gary. It's got to be I don't think he's going to attract it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, North's a good example, but I don't see anyone from picking him up. It's got to be a, an admission of, uh, like, the wrongdoing that they've done that they're talking about a rebuild. This is a side that's, what, five years old. Yeah. And they had the be- you know access to the best young players in yeah. the land, and now they're going, oh, we need to redo it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but fuck. But they, got also so said, wrong. they also came out and said, again, just shut your mouths. Yeah. They kick a bloke on the ass on the way out, and then they say, oh, we're going to win a f- we, we want to win a flag in three years. Yeah. We all That's, do. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Consider it done. For that, Great yeah. policy. You're hired. Yeah. 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 We fucking yeah. do that. I want to be a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want I mean, a toilet made of gold, but it's not on the cards, mate. I want a T-shirt cannon. Oh, I can get one. Well, <laughs> the ones in top tier coming Sweet. down. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on that. be very interesting to see what, what team Gary Ablett will be at next year. Because yeah. Obviously. Pickers. <laughs> hey, we'll wrap up shortly. Can I read you out an email we've got during the week? Of course you can. This is from uh, Dave. So greeting, junk timers. Um, uh, as a former member of the official Richmond Cheer Squad, oh, <laughs> uh, 1982 to sometime in the mid 80s, when I became thoroughly disheartened at how shit our football club had become, <laughs> I enjoyed your segment on banners. They were never called banners with us; it was always called the race. I.e., who is going to hold up the race today? I think this goes back to a time when crepe paper was taped over the end of the players' race. Yeah, you're yeah. that would yeah. make sense. Yeah. Anyway, I remember a game against Collingwood at the G in 1983 and the talk was on what uh, was going to be on the race. The rumour spread it was 1958 to 1983. Congratulations, Collingwood, your silver jubilee. (laughs) This, of course, highlighting the fact that Pies had gone 25 years without winning a flag. Unfortunately, that was not on the race that day. Oh, I wonder what happened. Politics got involved. But you've got to have a sledge. That's a fun sledge. That's terrific. Thanks to, for that, because Dave. it's almost a cardinal sin to put another club on your banner or your race. But if you're having a dip, having them, a dig, yeah, they, right, you know what I mean. Right. Like in terms of, it, there was none of that. Now we're going to stuff you type of thing. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I remember when Hawthorne Carlton was um, uh, Hawks are tragic, Blues are magic. <laughs> that's all I'm after. <laughs> I think that's great. I honestly believe that I would have. I imagine Carlton won that day. Well, when the so hovercraft went through that banner, yeah. uh, Chris Scott uh, threw the baby out with the bathwater. So keep on sending them he's through. Sent a f- he's said that a few times yeah. this season, hasn't he? If it hasn't been, I, sometimes a bit unclear as to which Scott brother it was, you know, because but it, they they seem mm. to be serial offenders, both of them. Are there champion data stats for baby bathwaters? There are, and it's understandable that it's, you put it's, that on the it's a mistake. Yeah, I do. I put that up on the LED. Like four baths, <laughs> five babies. <laughs> yep. Yep. But they were twins, so they were probably in the same bath when they were thrown out together oh, at so a young you could age. Throw one out. <laughs> so you actually could throw one out without the other. That's yeah. a good point. That's the yeah. only time where you'd come out and go, no, no, I've got it right here. Ah, oh, fuck. 
Yeah, because you're not throwing we've babies we've... out with the bathwater. No, it's like don't throw the twins out. Singular, yeah. No chance. But if it's only one. Actually, Chris Scott made a good point this week. He said that because um, we talked about flying the flag last week. So we talked about flying the flag. So if there's a player that biffs someone, oh, then mate, the I'm all over it. Blows you've got the whistle. The 45 seconds to punch 45 on. 45 seconds to punch on. Stop you can it. use weapons, mm. whatever you like. I was like. actually hoping you were about to press a button that would allow us all to just go <laughs> on the flag. <laughs> well, no one snapped anyone yet. But yeah. Yeah. Chris, just like your cough button earlier. That was great. Chris Scott came out this week and he said flying the flag is overrated. Now, of all the people, yeah. wow, all yeah. the people, mm. do you like? Do you really think back in the day when he was around the ga- game, if someone got punched, he'd just be like, "No, no, no, no guys, no, settle down, down settle down, umpire, bowl the ball, throw the ball up, yeah, let's get this game yeah. moving." He's, he's one of the softer and uh, most erudite sages you'll meet on a footy field. <laughs> He'll sit you down and just have a chat to you and say, "Did your dad hug you enough?" <laughs> I think mean, that was the thing about the whole Brisbane team; they were just yeah. so friendly in, yeah. those, <laughs> in those three premiership wins. Like ask, ask Josh Carr. <laughs> That entire how, midfield, how lovely they were. They had a new stat. It was friendly ball gets. Yeah. There was nothing hard about it. It yeah. was very jovial. Because when they bumped Nick Rewald, like they were trying to help him. Yeah. He kept yeah. On, he kept they were trying on, to put his collarbone back yeah, in. Yeah, he kept on slipping. And they're yeah. like, no, no, yeah, Nick, yeah. no, no, stand. We've got to help you. Yeah, quick, get a selfie. Get a how selfie. do you get a bloke off the ground without knocking him down first? <laughs> yeah. like, I've, I've no, got to show I'm chivalrous. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up then. Thank you very much, Sonny, for joining us. It's very kind of you. Mate, it's been an absolute treat. And I hope to see the confines of Wayne Studios again. Wayne Jackson Studios again. Yeah, and when you get to the games, 88 and the MCG. Look around and <laughs> enjoy Sonny's work. fine work. Yep. You can put a very annoying voice to an even more annoying piece of signage, which mm. is a treat for everyone out there. We have boot stars, we've had you know team list managers, we've had recruiters, and now we've got the dude who... Some dickhead who presses a button. <laughs> <laughs> Gets paid to watch the footy. Yeah, it must be a real treat, boys. We'll catch you next week. Go Hawks. And go Blues. Gather Bears. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.